Hi everyone, I'm Charlotte Crosby and this is Values and Vibrators and I am very excited. In this episode of Values and Vibrators, I'm going to be talking about something I get asked about all of the time in every interview, by every passerby and that question is how do you deal with the trolls and with all of the people who quite frankly say bad things about you if i had a pound for every time someone told me my lips were too big i would be so rich i would practically be shitting money now i had a certain outlook to this and you know what that hasn't changed that hasn't changed it definitely hasn't changed I know I've said that three times now. But as you all may be aware, something happened, I think it was this month. It feels like this month. No, it's May. I think it was last month. Everything just blurs into one at the minute. I don't even know what I would call this. I don't know how to describe what happened. Like, was it a media frenzy? Was it... No, it wasn't a media frenzy. Was it an attack? I don't think it was meant to be an attack. I don't know how to describe or what you would call it. But let's just call it that Channel 5 TV show. I think that sums it up. I think everyone will know exactly what I'm talking about when I say this. I really don't know where to start, but I feel like this is the best place to start as it was such a huge pretty overwhelming thing to go through it was technically just a bunch of people tearing us apart on a tv show so i think when it comes to trolling and negative things being said about you this one really takes the top spot i've always had an outlook on trolling and it's you know it still didn't change this is the craziest thing it still didn't change i don't know how it didn't But let's start with my outlook before the show came out. My outlook before the show came out on trolling and and people saying negative things about you was quite simple. Everyone is always going to have an opinion on you and you cannot change that. Well, sometimes you can if you meet them and you win them over. But not everyone is going to love you. Not everyone is going to love you. And the second that you come to terms with that, I just think the better. (laughs) Because don't have this unrealistic thought in your head that, oh, no one's ever going to say a bad word about me. Because it's going to happen. And it happens all the way through life. In school, you get the stupid times where people might call you an immature name. And there's the class bully or the class clown. And they're trying to make everyone laugh like... There's just always times in life that you are hit with some kind of negativity towards you. And and you go through that through the whole of life. And I kind of had the outlook as like, why is everyone being so bothered about it now? Especially when it comes to trolls online. Because quite frankly, I just didn't let them bother us. They said what they had to say. But along with that one negative comment would be like a hundred positive comments and I'm the type of person who wants to focus on the positives. I'm looking at the positives, I'm not looking at the negatives. Yeah, someone said I look like Michael Jackson or my lips are too big but someone also said that I'm so beautiful and that I make them laugh and I've, I've helped them get through low points in life and that's what I'm actually focused on rather than the stupid 
ridiculous comment someone else made. So I've just never quite got why everyone wants to like put trolls on a pedestal and just basically speak about them. Like giving them this pedestal and this level of like fame, you would call it, just makes people want to troll even more. So I had this whole outlook on you can block, you can remove comments, you can disable comments. There are ways that you can hide from these trolling comments until that Channel 5 TV show came out. And even at the time, it's all weird because I heard that it was coming months and months before. It must have been almost a year before it actually came out. And my agent was like, um, you cannot run this TV show. It would be so detrimental to Charlotte's mental health. How can you be having a TV show commenting on someone's looks? And then that was the last you heard of it. So we automatically thought, oh, it mustn't be going ahead. And then obviously a year later, out surfaces this TV show. I think they had like my name in the title. Charlotte Crosby, what have you done to your face? Even though like I was in an episode with Madonna and Sylvester Stallone. I don't know. But um, I remember that day I went to my nana's and she was like, oh, Charlotte, you're on the TV tonight. I'll be watching. I was like, oh, I don't think you should watch this one, nana. <laughs> I knew it was coming, but like, there was never a point of us, like even with Troll and Commons, that thought, this is so wrong. We must put a stop to this because I just have always had the outlook of, well, it's going to happen. People are going to have bad things to say about you. You just can't control that. So just let it be. And then the show came on and I didn't watch it because, oh God, it gave us a little bit of anxiety just thinking about switching something on where everyone's commenting on the way I look and I know from past that everyone obsesses over the fact I've had a nose job I mean like I'm the only person in the world who's had a nose job so I'm not even going to watch it but as it was on my phone was going off oh my god have you seen this show I'm livid for you blah 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 blah. I was like oh great well that just makes us feel even worse (laughs) like anyway I went to bed woke up in the morning and I'd semi forgot about it because I just always had the outlook You know, I've put myself in this position. I've put myself on TV. I've had these procedures done to my face. I deserve it. That's honestly how I felt. Like, I had so little self-worth through getting such shit the past 10 years about anything we did. And, And to be honest, the other girls will agree, especially... Sophie, maybe not Holly, because she's got a lot of self-worth now, would take the piss out of ourselves for it. We're always like, oh, yeah, reality TV, yeah, yeah. Because if you can laugh at yourselves, then it doesn't feel as bad other people laughing at you. And I think for 10 years, that is that is probably how I've dealt so well with the trolling comments, because it's like, well, I kind of deserve it. Anyway, I woke up in the morning after the show, And my phone was flooded. Anyone who was anyone was taken to the Instagrams and doing like Instagram stories and talking about how it was so wrong and something had to happen. And I thought, fuck, all of these people like really care. I just could not believe it. There was like, my inbox had exploded saying, this is not right. I've complained, I've complained. I was like, was that really not right? I've actually believed in my head that that was fine. Like, I just have to expect these things and, you know, just move on and get on with it. But actually, it wasn't right. And maybe if I had watched it, 
I would have been in a quite a bad place because it maybe would have made us think, I do look awful. <laughs> Jesus. And like, I actually don't think I look awful. <laughs> I think I'm really pretty. <laughs> no, honestly, I think I'm quite sexy, you know, especially when I do my makeup and stuff. Like, I think I'm quite a pretty girl. Like, and I would, wouldn't have wanted to feel like anything less than that. And all of these people who had obviously watched it were sticking up for us. And I was like, fuck, like, this is like so overwhelming. And it was everyone else who were caring so much about us that like made us change my outlook a little bit on trolling and on negative things being said. Like I realised that it's actually not okay. It's really, really not okay. So instead of thinking that, yeah, well, it's just going to happen, I think now I'm more like, no, just don't fucking do it in the first place. Don't say anything nasty about anyone. And I do realise that, obviously, the world's, like, not going to change overnight and it's still going to happen. But I do have, like, so many corporate mechanisms to deal with negative comments. Like, as I said, you can block accounts, you don't have to read things and, and you are always going to get positives as well. Look at look at all of them positives I had the next day. I didn't even think about one negative thing again because I had like the whole of the UK literally championing us and it was like crazy. <laughs> it was crazy. For one second, I actually didn't feel like a circleist reality star. I felt like just a human who like deserved better and that was really nice. That was really, really nice. We are going to move on to becoming an adult and a mature person in the public eye. Now, obviously, a lot of people listen to this. This isn't going to really apply to, but it is something I get asked a lot because it's like a lot of people in me in my messages on Instagram are like, watching you on Geordie Shore, it really gives us the confidence to like not care and to like not care what anyone thinks and just be myself and and not like, I know on Johnny Shaw, a lot of the time I was on there looking an absolute mess. No makeup, no hair, you know, I was always eating kebabs and eating pizza. Like there was a time when I was like a bit bigger on there. I'd go to the nightclubs, like just like in hiking boots and like a kimono <laughs> and sunglasses because I just couldn't be bothered to get ready. And I think that gave people a lot of confidence just to be like, you know, who does care? And I was doing all this on TV and actually in a sense, Throughout the whole of Jodie Shaw, I was growing up on TV and I just wasn't giving a fuck, was I? And now that is, because I see a lot of people, especially in England, there's a lot of like reality TV stars and stuff and they are so bothered about their appearance. And don't get us wrong, I like to look nice now and then and I like to put my makeup and feel good about myself. But you know, most of the time I want to be in my jammers and my slippers with my hair in a messy bun and no makeup on. And I even, there's been times when I film like that and I'm, and I just don't care because that's, you know, that's me. And I'm not going to always try and think that I need to look good and I need to do this and I need to do that. Because quite frankly, you don't. And I think that is a lesson that people can apply to their lives, that you don't have to, you don't have to try and constantly be someone who you're not, even in grown up. And like, you don't have to constantly want to put your makeup on. Like I should have felt that added pressure because I was on a TV show, but I just didn't. But I know a lot of people feel that added pressure just like, just like in school and stuff and like maybe in the workplace and like you, you're in work with a load of other girls and you know, you want to like kind of, as you grow and you see that they're all looking good and you want to kind of match. And you know what I say to that? Just don't, 
Don't ever try and compete with anyone because being your raw and original self makes you so much more special. It makes you so much more special because the power that you have is there is nobody else on this earth who is you or who can be you or has your personality traits and you know your your way of thinking so just own that like don't get caught up in like the whole I want to look good all the time or I've got to compete and just don't get caught up in that because there's nothing special about competing and trying to be like everyone else. Be your own raw, original self. And I think that's what I did the whole way through the TV world. Like, that is literally just how I lived. I know Holly always says to us, and it was actually really, like, heartwarming. Actually, I'm going to find it. She did a birthday post when I turned 30. God, I feel like I'm getting a little bit emotional, you know, I've got to say this. When Holly came on Johnny Shaw, she was, I think I'm going to get a little bit emotional. Um, so when Holly came on Johnny Shaw, she was like a shadow of the person who she is now. And it's actually quite sad to think back to because she was like, she was lost. She was such a lost girl and she was younger than me. So like I got, like I did get a shock when she came in, she would always have her makeup on. She would like, she'd be wearing five pairs of eyelashes it was a mask. It was her mask. And this is, anyways, I'm going to find the post. I don't know whether I'm going to be able to get through it without crying. Oh. Right, so this is what she said. You were 20 when I met you, and even that seemed old to me at 18. I remember your 21st birthday. I got you a £10 Topshop gift card and gave you it on the train to our first ever press trip to London. I remember being so insecure in those days. Oh, God. There's a bit that makes us cry a little bit. God, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get through it without, like, and even read it. I remember being so insecure in those early days. I'd never take my makeup off or lashes off or take my hair extensions out. And here you were, this girl who didn't care about anything. Oh, God, this is really emotional. Who was truly and unapologetically herself, who didn't get embarrassed if she farted. I pissed the bed, who taught me so much and I was able to grow more confident with you by my side. Oh, so that was what she said. And I remember that is like the same kind of message that I receive of so many girls. It sounds so stupid because it's not like I'm the most inspirational person who is like <laughs> teaching the world about equal friendliness or anything like that <laughs> I literally went on TV and I was just farting getting pissed eating kebab and pissing the bed <laughs> so I don't know why I'm even crying like this but like them are the kind of messages I also get off a lot of young girls in me inbox and it it does touch us so much because it's like if I have made someone feel more confident to be just themselves, just from doing that show, then whew, I feel like I've I've really helped the world. <laughs> How pathetic is that? And now I'm just a crying, quivering mess. So if I can teach anyone anything, it is to just to have more confidence in just being you because you, you yourself are so special and no one can take that away from you. I'll be back right after this. Dealing with anxiety is something that I have one coping mechanism. Well, I have two actually. 
if they do help you, then great. I'm glad I helped. But it's not something that I deal with a lot. I don't get it as much as other people get. But there has been times when I have been struck by some anxiety. And it's like, whoa, right, okay. I feel like I'm going to die. I always feel like it's like a panic that runs over my whole body. And it's like a feeling that I feel like I could pass out because my heart's racing so fast that I start to get really worried that I might, like, die. So... I don't know whether that's over-exaggerating, whether you feel the same, but that's like, that. I don't know whether that's more of a panic attack, but I do have coping mechanisms. I get really bad death anxiety, so I hate even talking about because I feel like tonight I'll spark it on again, but the thing that triggers my anxiety is like the thought of anyone around us dying or like me dying when like life comes to an end and then I can't get it out of my head and then I suddenly feel like I'm getting swallowed up by my thoughts I can't sleep like my heart's racing faster and I can't push that thought out of my head it's stuck there so my coping mechanisms are because anxiety is it's it's in the mind it's all in your head it takes over your body because it's something in the brain and it's all in the mind. And, and if you can control your mind for that, like, two or three minutes, you can get rid of it because it's all in your mind. It takes over your body, obviously. It increases your heart rate and stuff, but it starts from the mind. Well, I do believe that. So my first coping mechanism, this is way before apps and stuff came out um, for stress and anxiety, I actually would focus on something that I knew was going to make me feel better. So when I live with my mum, if I got a bout of anxiety or like deep scaredness or like a panic attack coming on, I would think, right, as soon as I'm with my mum and I'm holding her hand and we're sat together, I'm going to feel better. And I would focus on that and I would focus on that and I would focus on it so hard that when I did it, suddenly everything was gone. And I don't know whether that would work for anyone else, but like it worked for me so, so, so badly it was crazy. Like one time I was having a massive panic attack in the car and we were just about to pull up at home and I was having this huge, huge panic attack. And I was like, right, as soon as I'm out this car and I'm standing in the fresh air, I'm going to feel better. And lo and behold, as soon as I got out that car, hit with the fresh air, it's like it eased. So I think focus on something that you like or that makes you feel safe and try and get yourself to that thing as physically and as humanly possible. And that for me really eases the anxiety and then this is another thing which obviously back in the day when I was younger these things didn't exist but obviously now you've got all these amazing apps and like meditation things that you can get on your phone now my anxiety normally kicks in on the night time so I've got this amazing app called calm app put that on there's like loads of different um sound I think they're called soundscapes I'm not quite sure loads of different things you can listen to there's 10 15 20 sometimes even 30 minute long things I normally listen to like the anxiety one and it's just this woman and she's really got a really calm voice and she's just taking you through breathing exercises and relaxing your body and honestly it's amazing and because a voice is so relaxing, you end up just falling asleep by the end of it. And I find that really, really, really works. Maybe you might have known about them already. If I've helped you and given you some ideas, then great. And breathe. I suppose a really big time when it's kind of like, right, when people say you must have cared about this, like, how could you not? How did you get over that so easily? So there was a time on Johnny Shaw when I was getting out of the hot tub and like I obviously swung my leg over to get out, obviously being a little bit drunk as well. And 
my like whole vagina was out like it wasn't even shaving it was like it wasn't hairy hairy like you know like like a bush but it was kind of like you know when your boyfriend's just shaved his beard but it's like got like five or six days of growth come back and it's a bit stubbly and you're like that looks hot but definitely doesn't look hot in a vagina it was that kind of hairy and I was getting out, you know, normally like the blur, these kind of things. I don't know what must have happened in the edit. It must have just maybe slipped through um, the radar and must have just forgot to blur my hairy, hairy vagina. But anyways, that came out and it was like, it went viral. Everyone was talking about it. There was screenshots all over Twitter. I'm sure Charlotte's hairy growler was trending. And it was like, I was sat on the edge of the hot tub so it was like it was not like I was like straddling the hot tub sat so I don't know if you're a girl right now and you're listening to this sat down you might be walking but just imagine you sat and for you who was sat down with a vagina right now imagine looking down at it like when you sat it's like goes a bit like you know like a squashed up peanut like like a stress ball when you squeeze it really tight and so it, it really didn't look attractive in the slightest it did it no justice Let's just say it did no justice to my vagina, which is actually really fucking pretty. Like, honest, I get compliments on my vagina, not just off my friends, like off past boyfriends. My boyfriend now, like, you must have had vagina surgery. I'm like, no way. Like, this is my, this is my vagina from birth. Like, it's just really nice. But like, this moment was just more heartbreaking at the fact that I was the only one and obviously maybe previous partners who knew the truth about how my vagina really looked. But then a lot of people were like, did that not get, like, how did you not care about that? And don't get us wrong, I was, I was sad. I think I was sad. I, I might have, I think I shed a tear. And I was sad for 24 hours. And then I thought, you know what? Why am I sad? It's a bloody vagina. It's a goddamn vagina. Who cares? You know, it just means that people have seen a little bit more to us than, than the regular person. You know, maybe Google might get rid of it if I ask my agent. <laughs> and I just kind of looked at it and I thought, yes, there is really worse things to be happening right now than my bloody vagina on Google. So then I kind of contemplated, should I take a nicer photo of the vagina and like just upload it myself and be like, just want to let you all know this is like how my vagina really looks. But when I discussed that with my agent, she was like really angry and she said, please, please, please don't do that. <laughs> so that that didn't happen. So I've just kind of got to live with the, the hairy, scary, prune-like stress ball vagina that everyone thinks it is. But honestly, it's not like that. It's really pretty. It's really just like two burger buns, like without the burger in the middle. Shiny, plump, lovely, lovely, really lovely. But anyways, I think we can end this podcast with a lesson of don't ever let anyone make you think that you're wrong for living the, your life the way you want to. You know, as long as you're not going around kicking puppies or robbing from old people on the streets, then you're really not doing anything wrong. I'm Charlotte Crosby and you've been listening to Values and Vibrators. Thank you so much for listening and don't forget to leave a review in Apple Podcasts or chuck us a little love heart on Spotify. See ya! Mm-hmm.